Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. We'll bring in Jeff Shepard of Right On Radio. Jeff, uh, how you doing today, sir? Well, I'm having a day for sure, David. Thank you for having me back on uh, the Dark Outpost. Oh, the pleasure is ours. And let's also add to the stream, if we can, Cisco Wheeler. Cisco, are you there? I'm here. All right. Very good. Glad to have you both on. Well, listen, this is quite an honor and a pleasure, although the circumstances are really not uh, a uh, pleasant to have the uh, two of you on the program, unfortunately. Uh, Jeff, why don't you uh, tell our audience a little bit about, uh, I was telling him at the beginning, Jesse Sabota is a guest that we have on regularly on our program. She's regularly a participant guest, actually co-hosted with you in, on many of your shows. Not here today because something uh, really uh, tragic happened uh, this past Monday. Why don't you tell our audience what happened? Well, yeah, uh, David, it's it's not an easy subject, obviously. Um, so Jesse is the regular co-host of Right On Radio, um, and she's become more than a co-host. Thank you, dear. Um, she's become a friend, a sister, and family. And really, I have a love for her family, as as I know you do as well. Yes. Um, she lost her oldest son, Josiah, on Monday. It was a motor vehicle accident. He was alone. Uh, basically, the vehicle went off of a cliff. The There are some circumstances around this that make it uh, at least the possibility of it being nefarious, uh, certainly a real possibility. Uh, there, there have been threats, and so there's constantly threats against Jesse, and I'm sure you're aware of that, and your audience will be aware of it because of uh, her position, and she is a federal eyewitness uh, testifying against some very high, pow very powerful people. And it's not unusual, and Cisco would probably uh, back this up, it's, it's not unusual for them to go after a kid. I'm not saying that is what happened. I don't know. I can Yeah, we do not have confirmation of it. We do not. We do not have confirmation, but um, as I say, there's enough circumstances uh, to be suspicious and to further that point, a bit of a strong statement here. Uh, I will not mention any names that I'm actually, David, with, uh, you know, I, I know your platform is kind of behind a wall and it is safe and everything, but uh, I'm just going to ask people not to comment and add names if you know what I'm talking about, but... There was a certain, you know, kind of YouTube personality out a few weeks ago slinging a lot of dirt at uh, at Jesse, and this person did something very irresponsible by uh, saying, by the way, Jesse's kids are in these states, and he names the locations. And, mm -hmm. and I'm not convoluting the two of them. I'm not making an accusation, but I'm saying this is how dangerous this game can be. Uh, look, I'll probably never be able to prove that. I'll probably never be able to disprove it. But because the, someone has done that and says, you know, and by the way, on multiple shows, uh, you know, her, her kids are here, here, here. This is where her family is. This is, yeah. you know, uh, this is a very dangerous game. And, and I say this as a warning to 
any other hosts that that have people like this on look it's okay to have a dissenting opinion it's okay to have someone who disagrees with jesse that's perfectly fine we're not all going to agree not everyone is going to believe her story but no matter who you are you never want to have the locations of your kids and stuff like that publicly announced on a show and by the way in the context of being called a witch yeah so yeah she's being called a witch and by the way the witch's kids are here 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 and here now i will give credit to one uh probably a large host probably one of the biggest followings on youtube uh in our movement uh he has taken that video down and he claims as a host that he uh didn't even realize it happened and and david you've had some guests on and i'm sure you know some things slip by uh you know we'll give a mulligan on that but um there is some real danger here yes and, and josiah is is a real boy <laughs> like he's 17 years old it's her it's her third child it's her her oldest son um i've met the, the josiah via zoom before he's highly intelligent he was super happy happy go lucky uh type of guy like so he wouldn't have driven off a cliff he was certainly highly intelligent look he comes from he he's jesse's son and and you know how smart jesse is and the amount of information she retains the apple didn't fall far from the tree he's a very smart lovely happy boy so he didn't do this on purpose i can i can without a doubt make that claim um, and I, I suspect he's smart enough and has enough skills to stay on a road as well. I, I, yeah, I believe, I, I, I believe you're absolutely 100% correct on that. There, there, there would be no indication that he was despondent or anything along that line. His, Jesse, his mother, is a wonderful, precious, dear human being, a friend of mine who I cherish. As a matter of fact, um, I had another a friend of mine who lives in um, the area where Jesse was staying. I'm not even going to mention that. Bef uh, and she uh, uh, follows the program and watches uh, Jesse on the show all the time. And she apparently just found out um, over the last few days that, that Jesse was in, like a couple of blocks away from where she lived. And she said, I would like to reach out to her and support her in any way I can. So Jesse got with me and said, this person contacted me. Do you trust her? I said, absolutely. They met for lunch. They had a wonderful time together. They formed a, what I think is going to be a lifelong friendship. Um, and and then a couple days later, uh, this horrific thing uh, happens. Uh, so she's devastated. This woman is devastated uh, at what happened to, to Jesse's son, as all of us are. Because if you know Jesse... Number one, I don't doubt for a moment anything she has ever said. The first time I ever heard her uh, was on another person's radio show. Uh, and I listened to her and I, I can tell. I, I know when someone's lying even with their voice. I listened to her intently. I knew she was telling the truth. And I said, I've got to reach out to this person and get her on my show because I want to help her in any way I can. And she has been a regular guest on my show uh, ever since. Um, never wavers from her story. Not one detail has ever changed. That's right. uh, she's, a, she's, she's a complete, truthful, honest uh, God. Uh, she, she's a person that is doing Jesus Christ's 
work. She's done a ton for veterans. I have another guest who appears on my program regularly on Fridays who was help having financial difficulties. She and her group paid, sent him money. They, 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 and he, I mean, he is so grateful. He is devastated by what happened to Jesse. So we know that she is a good person. And these detractors that have done this to her are liars. I'm going to say it right out here. I'm not mentioning names as United, but these people are evil. And, and if anyone uh, I'm not saying that they did anything to her son. We don't have any confirmation of that. But just for what we know that they've done to Jesse through their gossip and everything else, they are not good people. And and if anything else above and beyond that happened to her son, they better they better be fearing for 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 some sort of justice. But we don't know that for sure. But we do know how they've treated her, and that's enough for me. And one one thing that's really important and what's really special about uh, this broadcast that you've put together. Uh, David is uh, is your other guest, who's a good friend of mine, uh, Cisco. Uh, she was with Jesse as Jesse was growing up in the system. Yeah, uh, Cisco had a role with Jesse, and so you know, if you need some confirmations, uh, this is about as good as we're gonna get. And uh, if when when we explore how deep the relationship goes between Cisco and and Jesse and a lot of the things that Cisco can confirm uh, that have happened. And uh, and also I, I know that, that particularly uh, Cisco has prepared uh, a few things to say that uh, I believe uh, were not coordinated with Jesse, but would be Jesse's heart as well, so. Let's bring Cisco in then, because I want to hear Cisco. God bless you, and thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on this program. You and I have been uh, friends by telephone and via email and text for a long time. It's really an honor to have uh, you on the program, and we love you very much here as we, as, as we love Jesse. So thank you for coming on. You're certainly welcome, David, and uh, I appreciate the time you're going to give me today to just express the love of God and to talk about Jesse. And thank you, Jeff, for being here with us. We do appreciate it. Well, we're very glad to have you here. What What would you like to say to start off, Cisco? What, what, uh, what comments do you have? Well, you know, Jesse is a very dear friend to me. I love her. And she's a dear friend to many of you out there. She's given testimony to each of you of the love of God. She loves the Lord with her whole heart. She's brought such edification to the body of Christ. She's a beautiful example of the love of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. And I've never known anything but love come from, from Jesse's heart. She she is grounded so beautifully in the living word of God. She knows who she is in Christ Jesus. There's no doubt who she is. She loves the Lord with her whole heart. And I know as we're talking, the three of us are talking today and we're sharing with the audience. I know that she's here in spirit with us and in truth. And in sorrow over the death of Osias, she is with us. 
she is with us. Yes, she is. And uh, we, we need to lift her up in prayer and support. Now, one of the things, Jeff, that I know that you were looking into um, was setting up some sort of a fundraiser uh, for funeral expenses uh, to help Jesse out. Um, do you have anything to tell us on that yet? Or I do, and, and thank you for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, so what, what she has done uh, or her team has done is they've put a donate button on illuminatethedarkness.com. And what I would say to your audience, if you're compelled, obviously there's no obligation, but if you're compelled, uh, funeral expenses are, are steep um, and they come very quickly. Uh, this is not something that uh, if it's on your heart to give that you should wait. Right. This is, this is something that is time sensitive. Uh, as you know, this isn't a, a long-term fundraising opportunity. Uh, you know, uh, and listen, I can I can just tell you that uh, Jesse is not made of money. Um, she, uh, so I don't think she'll mind me saying this because we created a course together called Creating Wealth Through Stewardship. Um, I'm kind of her accountability partner in some of this, so she's very open with me, and I'm not going to divulge, obviously, but uh, I will say in, in accordance with what you mentioned, David, um, I believe in charity. I believe in giving. I believe strongly in it. Um, I've, <laughs> I've advised her, and she has not taken my advice, that sometimes she gives too much because you have to have... Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit of a, a of a war chest, you know, for personal circumstances. And, you know, she just believes that uh, manna falls from heaven and, you know, she'll be provided for. And by the way, that's scriptural. But, you know, I've also, you know, studied the word of God for stewarding. So we're at an impasse with that. She has been very generous with, uh, you know, multiple families, multiple families that, uh, really have no other recourse than, you know, giving because because they're whistleblowers, because they're in circumstances that the, you know, they can't even collect their retirement funds in one case. So, you know, uh, like the government has really, really screwed these people um, because they have something to hide, obviously, and they're trying to get them. And so, you know, Jesse is a generous giver. And at this time, um, I would personally like to see her overwhelmed with some generosity. I, I, I would I would completely agree. And she has given so much. And and, and here's the thing. A, a lot of people don't real. And, and this is where we're going to get in with Cisco a little bit, too. A lot of people, like you said, it's OK to disagree with someone on anything. Uh, civility is the key. Uh, loving kindness is the key. You can say, I, I, I disagree with you on this, whether it's a political stance, a religious stance, um, whatever. When you call someone a liar who, who is, has come into uh, this world to, 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 and, and has been through what Jesse's been through and, and continues to give and ask really for nothing in return, uh, that's something that I can't abide. Now, there have been some people who have claimed that Jesse uh, is remembering things or, or th that did not happen. And Cisco, I know you, you want to address this about people who have been 
Talk a little bit about the type of brainwashing that people go through, the mind control, and how someone might believe something happened or refer to something that uh, that they've been told during this and this quote-unquote programming is true that may or may not be true. But when the person is speaking it, they're not lying. They actually believe it. And gossip kills that sort is is terrible. Talk about that, Cisco. Well, I can only speak for myself. But as a small child, and I want to keep this as simple as I possibly can. Um, I don't think great details are important at this point. But I think that uh, I can open up a little door and you can think about it. You can pray about it. But as a small child, there were times in my programming when um, they would take my, first they would drug me and hypnosis was applied, trauma, I had to endure trauma. And then I was put in a chair, I was tied down and my eyelids were taped open. And they would run films in front of me and they wouldn't let me sleep. They would run pictures, they would run objects and they would continue to do this until I took the identity of that object or that person. So in my deprogramming, there were many times when I thought certain pictures were me, of me, because I had been programmed to believe that into death. I had taken on the personhood of that picture or that object. And so the reason why they do this is they have to build a strong foundation to place the program. It's the foundation for the programming in which they establish in the child's mind. Now I want you to know I'm speaking of myself. And um, the reason they do this is they, they have to have a safety net just in case the programming starts to break down which it did for me, and I started having memories, they have cover programs. So if I walk in and say, if an example, oh, when I was a child, Eisenhower held me and da 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 da. And someone's gonna look at you and go, how's that possible? It doesn't fit in the, the scope of things, right? He's older than me. I don't, just fill in the blanks. I'm just trying to make a statement here that what I was programmed to think was not a true fact. And if I told somebody that, that discredits me and it makes me look like I'm a liar or I've gone insane or what's going on within my own mindset. So these, these things happen. This is part of the trauma-based mind control. So does that help at all? Actually, David, could I add to that? Please, please do. <laughs> so, obviously, I spend a tremendous amount of time with, with both Cisco and with Jesse. Uh, I spend more time with Jesse off air than I do on air, and I spend more time with Cisco off air than I do on air. And uh, I want to stress the fact that Jesse uh, consistently claims that she was never programmed and 
one of the things that this is my own personal assessment i want to be clear my own personal assessment is that i believe her in the fact that when you understand the position that she was to take the mothers of darkness and you understand things in the spirit and how they work and and the offense that that satan wants to do against jesus christ to have these mothers to do it of their own will is the most atrocious thing because we are created in god's image and here's one of god's children going against him just as a, as an angel turned evil and swelled up with pride and went against him so i do believe that she has not been programmed because i think it would be more powerful for satan if she wasn't now i do want to say uh, by jesse's own testimonies when you hear of the traumas that she went through as a child when you hear of her being at ceremonies where a thousand kids are killed when yeah. you hear of you know her very first encounter of seeing uh, the previous mother of darkness being beheaded by her proctor um, these are not programming but it lays a foundation in someone that is undeniable uh, you know, the, 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 it's that is going to change the way Jesse reacts to things for the rest of her life. Correct. And she's also talked uh, quite a bit about something called posture. And when she would be taken away as a child and gone through these rituals or seen horrible things, then she would be returned to her family and she was trained to have this posture. And like nothing happened, you know, oh yeah, we skipped rope at school today, right. you know, and, and that would, uh, be it. And wow. Um, uh, I didn't expect to go here, but David, I've made a commitment to my audience to always be sincere and to be honest. And I'm going to do the same with your audience. And having watched your show uh, you do, you're, you're 100% honest all the time. That's one of the things I admire about your program. So I've literally, I've been communicating with Jesse all morning and, you know, asking her if there's a message she wants to convey, um, you know, uh, some different things. And even right before coming on air, uh, I got a message from her and, and it, it threw me a little bit off kilter. I I tried to give her some brotherly advice. And by the way, she's not obligated to take my advice. And it's not about the advice I gave her. Um, the message she really wants to convey to people right now um, is that she is a warrior and she's fighting. And... <laughs> And quite honestly, for the last couple of days, uh, because I, because I have love for her, um, I I think she's she's so strong. I can't I I can't even listen. I'm I'm a big guy. I'm, you know, I yeah. can't imagine being as strong as she is being right now. Um, my mind can't go there. And you know, she she wants to fight and. She's going to the, the head of the beast. Uh, I can tell you one thing that she is doing for sure right now, and I'm not against this by any means, but, you know, she talks about her anointing project. She is going to some some strongholds, 
and she's you know she's going after generals in the satanic uh, you know army and she's anointing and she's binding and you know and i and i and listen my advice to her was really simple i don't want to you know be a tease and not put it out there my advice is just take some time and heal you know please just take some time and heal but she is she's just fighting and and i'm worried about her do you think she's um returning to this not not she's not in denial but this posture of fight and, and and which is which might prevent her from taking the time she needs to grieve over the loss of josiah well you know there's different stages of grieving right um, right and and i'm no expert i'm no psychiatrist and certainly i don't think many psychiatrists can figure out to no. someone with a childhood like uh like jesse or cisco went through that's uh that's beyond the school books and um but you know she she's not scared so you know every time there's been these death threats and we've handled them a few times on our program and i know you've reported them david uh when you know there's all these rumors that she's she's running in fear for her life and all this no. stuff let me tell you something it's bullshit <laughs> right right that's not jesse that is not jesse and and that's what scares me uh, quite honestly because you know obviously i don't want any harm to come to her to the rest of her family and and you know running out of emotion is you know uh, you usually don't make the best decisions under emotion i'm not saying she's making bad decisions i'm just saying you know i'm asking her to to breathe a bit i i would i would agree with you now cisco you also uh have been in uh in contact with jesse to a certain extent since this happened uh are you getting the same impression that jeff is regarding her state of uh mind and her spirit right now jesse is doing very very well considering what she is dealing with i know that the holy spirit is the bridge over troubled waters and she is trusting the lord through yeah. it all and uh when I was praying for her last night, I, I thought, Lord, how do I express to those that love her what she must be feeling and what she is thinking? And these scriptures came to my mind because this sounds like Jesse. So let's put on the whole armor of God and I'm going to read a few scriptures. To please, doesn't please. This, doesn't this sound like our beautiful Jesse we love? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I condemn. Isaiah 59, 17. I am established in righteousness. And oppression is far from my mind. Isaiah 59, 14. The weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10, 4. Doesn't that sound like Jesse? I yeah. take the shield <laughs> of faith and I quench every fiery dart of the enemy. Ephesians 6, 16. I take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and use it against the enemy. Ephesians 6, 17. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. 
I am redeemed from pro uh, poverty. I am redeemed from sin sickness and I'm redeemed from spiritual death. Galatians 9, 13, I just love that. I overcome all because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Let's read that again. I overcome all because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. John 4, 4. I stand in the early, early days having my loins girded about with truth. That's the word of God. And I have the breastplate of righteousness. My feet are shotted with the gospel of peace. I take the shield of faith and I am covered. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I want to cry. <laughs> okay. You see, I am so covered with the helmet of salvation and I use the sword of the spirit which is the word of God, Ephesians 6, 14, 17. And may I read that again? Because it's the very Please. foundation in which God is within our lives. This is the root. This is what makes Jesse Jesse. This is why she can smile. Even though she's going through trouble water, she can smile. I'm going to read it again. It's so rich. It's so beautiful. Ephesians 6, 14 through 17. I stand in the in the early day having my loins girded about with truth. That's God's word. And I have the breastplate of righteousness. My feet are shod with the gospel of peace. I take the shield of faith. I am covered with the helmet of salvation. And I use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And that's our Jesse. Yes, I am delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. She said, join here with Jesus is what she's saying. I'm his daughter. He's taking care of me. I do not have the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7. I am blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's a resting place. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus, Isaiah 53, 5, in body, soul, and spirit. For God is the author and the finisher of my faith. That's Jesse's heart. That's Jesse's heart. I would say you nailed it, Cisco. Yep, I would, I, I would too. And uh, if anyone has ever seen Jesse... Um, and all of you in this audience certainly have. And it took me, by the way, a long time to get her to come on camera when we first started uh, our, our interviews. She has the most angelic, peaceful face you have ever seen. She's a beautiful woman inside and out. Her heart is to the Lord. Um, she is just, she, she can be a warrior, but she can be at peace at the same time. And we must continue to lift her up in in prayer, and um, and 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 I know that she's traversing some very dangerous waters in her life. Uh, for what she goes through, she she. But she, I'm thinking of the passage of traveling in the valley of shadows, and I will feel nothing, nothing because uh, you know she she knows that she is on a mission. Um, 
I, I cannot fathom what it would be like to have gone through what she or you, Cisco, have gone through. I mean, I, I, you wrote an entire book about it. And for people who don't know, t tell us a little bit about, just a little bit about your story. Um, and we'll eventually, I would like to have you on again to just to talk about you at some point, but just give, give our audience a, a little bit of an idea of what you went through and tell us about your book, because I want to promote that as well. <laughs> I'm going to let you talk about it. All right, Jeff, why don't you do that then? Well, if you want an in-depth expose of the deep roots, how things operate, how, how spiritual power operates in this world, uh, the, the depth of this, and, and actually I, I held up the cover, but what I really wanted to show was how thick this book yeah, is. Yeah, like yeah. this is this is the best value in a book that I've ever got. I, I will say uh, it's not a fast read. It's uh, the detail that Cisco goes in, and uh, you know, just recently we started covering one chapter of this book on on my program. And it caused such a stir <laughs> in our yeah. audience, uh, particularly the Catholics, but uh, we weren't picking on them alone. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm Catholic and I, 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 I don't go to a Catholic church anymore. I'm still Christian. I still go to church, but I left that faith because I, 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 don't, I believe our Pope is part of the Illuminati. Yeah, well, I've seen him in red shoes, David. Yeah, me too. I, you know. Uh, so one of the one of the chapters, and it was chapter twenty two that we are covering in the book. And you know, if I'm just to describe the book, sure. Uh, she she describes how uh, a priest, and by the way, it's not just Catholic churches; it's Protestant churches. It's you know the big cathedrals and things like that. How how the uh, the priests do certain hand gestures, and they're always done on purpose. They do literally thousands of hand gestures, and and, and by the way, when you see these churches with the steeples, there's a purpose for the steeple, even if there's a cross on it. Uh, I don't want to give away all the contents of the book, but listen. Well, I want people to buy. I want people to buy this book. It there's, is there's, there's there's demonic energies running up and down those steeples. Let me just say that. Same with the Washington Monument. Same with uh, other things like that. They're they're designed. They're strategically placed. But what happens inside of a mass, and by the way, mass is kind of an interesting word for church. Isn't it? Faith. Isn't it? Instead of, instead of a service, they call, I don't know what that means. But but, but so what, what, what the claim in the book is uh, that they're essentially there's being put a bubble over the congregation that's in there. And, and listen, they're doing rituals. It's not just the reading of the word of God because there's actually not that, not a lot of it in my experience. You know, it's not like a yeah. preach; it's a ceremony. Yes. Yeah, right? that, and that's the problem. That, that's the uh, to me. There's two types of philosophy when it comes to to um, to practicing the Christian faith. One is what they call solo scriptorum, which means that the Word of God, the Bible, and then the Catholic Church, which which goes for uh, scripture and ceremony or dogma and that sort of thing. Uh, above and like the, this idea that you that you cannot be absolved of your sins by talking to Jesus alone that you have to go through a mediator such as a priest uh, it never has sit right with me because Jesus never said you have to he did say to his disciples anyone who sins you forgiven 
are forgiven, but he didn't say you couldn't talk to him directly. Uh, the, this Pope has actually come out and said, you can't really have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, I'm sorry, I beg to differ. Uh, you, yes, you can, and that's what Jesus uh, encourages. So that's the problem that I have. Well, even scarier with this Pope David, uh, and we just covered it, was this uh, accord he signed two years ago about the House of One. Yeah. He wants to unite all, you know, the Muslims, the Jews, and the Christians all into one nice, happy, end-time religion. Yeah, and that's what it would be, an end-time uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Cisco, what, what is your take on, on, on Christianity? And you have a, a deep abiding faith, and I, I, I sense it every time you and I talk on the phone, as does Jeff and as does Jesse. Um, but I just want to get your, your take on a, a little bit about practicing your faith and gossip. You told me last night when we spoke on the phone or, the, or, or yesterday that you wanted to, to talk about the, the evils of gossip. That, does, that flies in the faith of, of Christianity, does it not? Are you there, Cisco? Did we lose her? Oh, her, her microphone is muted. Oh, she has to unmute. I didn't mute it. Okay, there she comes. Okay. Yes. You know, gossip is a, is a tool that Satan uses to bring division. Mm -hmm. Many times it's disguised as a friendly invitation for fellowship because they like to talk. People like to talk get on the phone and start gossiping, start talking. But it's a, it's, the root of it is so, it's like a disease. I see it like cancer, it yeah. grows. It just grows and grows and grows. And it spreads like wildfire to a congregation, to an, just in general. Have you ever played World Telephone as a child? But you might... This is so evil. It is so yeah. evil. It, it, is evil. it divides relationships. I have seen what's happened in the last few weeks with Jesse and those that are talking outside of school that have no business talking at all. God is judge and he is jury of all things. And we need to lay things at the foot of Christ and let God take care of things. We need, who are we that we can play God in anybody's life? Who are we? These people that have brought judgment against Jesse, I'll tell you what, I'll let go of it and let God be judge over them because I'll tell you what, God is fair in his judgment, and there's a judgment day coming. And what they have done to this woman, I don't have words to say. Cisco, if I can go back, I, I keep repeating this, and it's been a few weeks now, but you had said something so profound that it's really affected me, and, and it's uh, get out of God's way and let him work. It always goes back to getting out of God's way. <laughs> yeah. 
when we come to know Jesus as Lord as a child, I didn't have religion at four years old. When the Holy Spirit moved in my heart as a small child, I didn't know what religion was, but I did know what the Spirit of the Lord was. And I knew what the Holy Spirit was because it covered me. It covered me like a blanket. And I can still remember my childhood, how the Holy Spirit would minister to me. I was hungry as a child to go back what I knew in the heavenlies before I was conceived. Because you see, we all, before conceivement, were in the throne room with God. God is spirit. And the, he said he created the hearts or the souls of man before the foundations of the earth were laid. He made the souls of man out of his heart of love. He loved us. Just think before the foundations of the earth were laid. He so created you and me. And those souls, because God is spirit, go in and out of him. In and out of the spirit of who he is. So, David, if you have enough time, I'm gonna I'm gonna really ask Cisco to share a story that she shared with me off air, because I think it's one of the most beautiful pictures your audience could ever hear, and it comes from her personal experience. And you gotta remember, the Lord sometimes gives some people more dramatic experiences in Him than other people. It just you know He gives someone what they need, and uh, what what He showed Cisco. I think is probably the most beautiful picture that she could ever describe. Cisco, would you tell the audience about the Book of Records? Before you do, I just want to mention one thing, and then, and then I want to hear everything Cisco has to say. This is good news. I think I think you might appreciate this. I told you at the beginning of the program that uh, Jesse met this um, woman who lives near her. Uh, she contacted me, wanted to get a hold of Jesse. Uh, she just sent me a message. She says, I'm taking care of Jesse's home while she's gone. And so far, we've raised $575 in donations for funerals. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. So I just wanted to let you know that. Go ahead. The average, the average funeral is between ten dollars and $15,000. Right. Yeah. Well, if you don't know that, that is <laughs> very expensive. Yeah, the number so that's put on my heart is funeral. 15. That's for just her. the funeral. That's not the extra expenses that come with a time like this. Every little bit I would love to share. In my deliverance, there was a minister that had fasted and prayed for me for six weeks. He got into Idaho and he loved me so much. As a survivor, he wanted me to be strong in the Lord. He wanted me to be delivered. He wanted to see me grow in Christ and come to know Jesus as Lord of my life. And it, he just loved me in the Lord. And uh, prior to this, there are programs in the mind of a survivor for me that my dark side, when they wanted to pray, they felt like they were going to go insane. They, their mind, absolutely, there were spiritual walls, dark walls, demonic bondage loops that had been put in the place of the mind to keep the dark side from 
accepting Jesus or knowing who Jesus was. And so I had reached a des desperate place where I was interacting with my French system and they loved the Lord so much. And I wanted what they had. I wanted what they had because I knew as I interacted with my parts that they really had something that was real and that was Jesus. And I wanted to taste and see that God was good because I'd seen the hell, I'd seen the dark side. I knew I, that's not what I wanted. And I made those choices. But every time I go to pray, I go mockers and my heart would stop and my blood pressure would go up and my kidneys would, would start to fail. They had so many programs in there to keep me from knowing who Jesus was. But I cried out to the Lord in my despair. And several days after I had cried out with every part of my being, I cried out to the Lord to set me free, to heal me. The Lord took me and he took me into the heavenlies. And I stood before him. And because my cry was, Lord, do you love me? Do you love me? Can you love me? And as I stood in his presence, he said, you asked me if I loved you, and I'm going to show you how much I love you. He said, I created, created the souls of man before the foundations of the earth were laid. I created you out of my heart of love, and I love you. And as I was standing in his presence, I saw the little teardrops. They were like golden liquid, like reminds me of honey. They were like teardrops and they were going around the throne of God and they became like a honeybee, like honeybees swarming. But as the Holy Spirit let me listen, come closer in so I could hear what they were saying. The souls were saying, let me go to earth and tell them God's glory. Let me go to earth and tell the world how you sent your son Jesus. So, so there was there was part of that though where you had said that he'd showed the book of records. I will, I, will, I will get there. Okay. So anyway as the soul as all of a sudden the soul was before the presence of God himself and he said to the soul he says, do you want to go to earth and tell of my glory? And the little soul said, yes, I want to go to earth and tell of your glory, how you sent your son, Jesus. And instantly, that little soul was before the angels. They were so tall. They were 30 feet tall. And they were the guardians of the, of, of the book of records. And they were continually writing in this book of records but this little soul remember the soul that's the soul essence is that part of each of us that was created in god's image in his likeness so it knows all things because that's the pure part of god himself okay because that part of the soul has not been conceived so therefore that's the pure essence of god himself but it went to the book of the records is to the book of records and as it went through the book of records it read its life from the beginning to the end from the beginning to the end as it thumbed through the pages of life and when it finished the book 
the soul came back before God the Father. And God said, now that you've read your life, do you still want to go to earth and tell of my glory? And the little soul said, yes, I still want to go to earth and tell of your glory, how you sent your son Jesus. And instantly that little soul, whew, it was gone. And I knew in that instant that it had been conceived. And the, why this was so important was because Within witchcraft, it is so evil. And there are so few out there know how to bring deliverance. They don't understand the fire and the water and the wind of the Holy Spirit doing the work of the Father. They don't understand to bring freedom to so many of SRA survivors. They just don't know how. So God knew that there was no one that could help me and I didn't know how to help myself. So when I stood in his presence of the most high God in his presence, I knew I had no reason to be angry, to have any grudge against anybody or anything. I wasn't angry at the cult and the things that had been done to me. I wasn't angry at God because of the things I didn't blame him because you know, God gets blamed for, a lot of things he's not responsible for. Yeah. But when I left the presence of the Lord, I was free. The Lord had set me totally free from the bondages of hell. And that book of life was really important because I understood that everything that had happened to me, I had already given God permission. And I think of Jesse's son, Osiris, and he also looked at the book of records. And in reading the book of records before he was conceived, he also knew that his lifespan was going to be short on the face of the earth, but he gave God permission. And I have such strength in that. And I share that strength with you. For those that we have lost, that have gone on before, we have such hope in knowing who Jesus is. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the great I am. He is king over us. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the prince of peace. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He is love. He is forgiveness. He is mercy. He is grace. There isn't anything that God is not if we'll allow him to be. He has an invitation to anyone that's listening. My prayer is that we all grow in God, that we all understand who Christ is. Because see, under the spell of religion, we lose sight of who we are and what we can be. Because everything's religion. But to serve Jesus is not religion. To serve Christ, the great I am, it's a relationship. <coughs> it's coming to know who you are. Because remember, when you went around the throne of God, before you were conceived, before you came to earth, you were in his presence. I was with you, Jeff. I was with you, David. And I was with many of you in the audience. I was with you in the heavenly realms. We fellowshiped. 
we worship the Lord in the throne room of Almighty God. So do we have something in common? Yes, we do. It's called Jesus. But you have to ask him in. This, I hope, thank you for letting me share that love with you because God is love. He is love, David. He is love. He is real. God will only be as real to you as you let him be. You can keep him under, you can keep him under uh, traditions if you want to. But I like a God that's free. I like a God that wants to fellowship with me. I like a God that will come down in the cool of the afternoon and sit with me at my table and talk to me. I like the God that I know is here in, in troubled waters. And I know my God is with Jesse. And yes, there will be times when she's going to probably feel a little depression. She's just lost her son. Many times when she's a little more stressed. But underneath it all, she knows who she is in Christ Jesus. She's drank from the fountain of life. She's drank from the goodness of God. She knows who she is. She knows she's a child of God. And you can't take that away from her. And because she's lost her son, she's going to be much stronger tomorrow. And the next day. And the next day. Because we grow. We grow. As we experience life and its difficulties, we grow in God. You're either going to go down or you're going to grow. Well, I like to grow. I like to know who I am. I like to know when I can say, Lord, I don't have to ask you why anymore. I used to ask God, why are you, Lord? Why? I don't have to ask the Lord why. Because I know he's the author and the finisher of my faith. And all things were together for good that are called unto him. And we will rise above the storm. We will rise. God's got a righteous people. He's got a remnant. And I'm telling you today, to those of you that are listening, that don't believe God is real, you will find out he is real. Because every knee will confess that Jesus is real. Every eye will look upon him. And every knee will bow. I've been in the heavens. I've seen his glory. I've seen the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I've seen the resurrection power. So don't anyone out there tell me or text me and tell me God isn't real. Because I got news for you. I got news for you. And you know, what's amazing to me about this, David and Cisco, that was so beautiful. It was. What's, what's amazing to me is when you think of the upbringing that Jesse had and Cisco was in the system for many, many more years, uh, not only were they both saved at a very young age and in a very real way, not a religious way, uh, but they were also, you know, in the presence of the a real enemy uh, who hates you and is controlling the world right now. And when you hear a testimony, or what well, I should say, when I hear a testimony, like what Cisco just shared, um, I'm, you know, listen, I, I'm the least likely guy to be doing a podcast, doing a show like this. You know, listen, I'm a biker. I drink beer. You know, I listen to rock and roll music. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not. The, Actually, uh, you, that's, the on that's fire what Pentecostal. You're who Jesus wants. He, he wants someone who is real. And Jeff, you are real. Yeah. 
live right in the real world is the uh, tagline of the show, David. Thank you for pointing that out. But what my point is, is it is a relationship. And, you know, when people think that, 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 that getting to know Christ is a bunch of rules and they don't want to read the Bible because it's a rule book. No, it's, it's like an instruction manual. And if anything, it gives you more freedom than anything. It sets you free. It's, it's, and particularly like women, you know, fighting for their rights. Jesus did more for women's rights than anyone in history. Yep. You know, um, it's, it's not a book of rules and, and that's a lie of the devil. And I just want to say, you know, there is no condemnation in Christ. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I simply pray that I sin less every day for going forward. You know, I pray that and, uh, Somehow God allows me to carry on. He hasn't struck me down yet, David. And and you're still alive, by the way. So you're probably doing his favor as well. <laughs> uh, and I and I intend to continue helping to spread this this wonderful word. In closing, what what I would like to do is to remind uh, all of my viewers. And of course, what we're going to be doing is after the program ends today, we're gonna we're gonna send Jeff. Um, a copy of this uh, portion of the program so that he can post it on right on radio and do whatever he wants with it. Uh, but I would implore every member of my audience and his audience, if you love Jesse as much as we do and we do, please contribute to her son's funeral expenses, help her out. Uh, I'd like to be able to report in 24 hours that we've raised enough money to cause that, to, uh, yeah. to pay for that. Um, again, go to illuminate thedarkness.com. That is Jesse's website, illuminatethedarkness.com. There is now a donate button for that purpose uh, on the website. Um, so please and David, do. You, from what I understand, you can put a note under that as well. So you could put Josiah's name, J-O-S-I-A-H, um, you know, just to, to make sure. But uh, I, I, I'm sure they're treating all donations coming in as being directed to that. But you could also put a personal note. Sure there and uh you know uh if i could make one other uh yes, before we go david um just a, a more of a note to my audience um listen i'm literally getting hundreds if not in the thousands of emails saying please pass this along to jesse um uh, at this point it's just it's just too much and i can't flood her yeah. with this she, as i say she's not sitting at home weeping looking for comfort um, she's fighting right now. Uh, eventually, you know, the messages will get there. She's feeling the love. Um, but if you want to make a note, I would su strongly suggest you make a very short note and put it in with your donation. And she will definitely be seeing it and know that you support her. His kingdom comes in power. The battle, let us join Jesse in this battle. And we will not give up on her as some have. We are here forever for Jesse. And we appreciate each and every one of you in this audience. What I would like uh, uh, Cisco to do, if, if, if that's all right with you, Jeff, is I'd like you, Cisco, to close with a prayer, please, for us all. Yes. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Yeshua HaMashiach. Father God, we're so grateful for this beautiful day that thou has given us. And we choose to rejoice in it, knowing that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. And as each of us grow to, to know of your character, 
and who we are in Christ Jesus. Lord, we just want to thank you for the growth, for the maturity, for the love. And Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to let the Holy Spirit do the work of the Father in each and every one of our hearts, that you might be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Jeff, Shepard. Oh, yeah. Can I say one thing? Yes, please. Absolutely. When all of the gossip started about Jesse, I was praying about it. You know what the Lord said to me? He said, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Savior for to see. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, you come down from there, for I'm going to go to your house for tea. Come to, uh, get down, Zacchaeus, from that tree, because I'm going to your house for tea. And I thought, you know, people have said that Jesse has no right or should not minister to SRA survivors. Well, I got news for you. She's one of the only few I know that can go into the devil's camp and bring victory out. Jesse, keep it up because she's the only one that knows them. She's the only one that's been where they have been. She's the only one that has the spiritual foresight and the anointing over her life where she can bind those demons that have got them bound. We must go into the devil's camp. And you people that want to judge Jesse, be careful. Be careful. Because the word of God says, touch not my anointed. And Jesse is anointed. She is filled with the presence of the Most High God. She has been born again, washed in the blood, spirit-filled, and she is an overcomer. Be careful, folks. Be careful. And if I could add to that, most of the people in the system want to get out. They're looking for a way. They need someone brave like Jesse to lead them out. That's right. Amen. She goes where the devil's fear to tread. Let me tell you. So don't judge her for where she goes. You try, You pray the way you should be doing is praying, Lord, lead her and guide her and cover her with the blood of Jesus so she can go into the enemy's camp. Pray for her, uphold her, and ask God to bring in the ministering angels to uphold her by God's right hand. Ask the Holy Spirit to pour out the fire of the living word of God so she can touch those lives that are in bondage. Stop judging her. Pray for her. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Savior, for to see. Jesus said, come down from there, Zacchaeus. I'm going to your house for tea. He was the tax collector. They hated him. He was not a Jew. He God was not supposed to go talk to Zacchaeus according to the traditions. The traditions of man would have robbed Zacchaeus of the blessing of God loving him. Be careful that you're not guilty and that you don't have the innocent blood on your hands. Thank you, David. Cisco, God bless you and thank you. Thank you both for for this very special broadcast for me and we'll keep Jesse in our prayers. We will lift her up. God will uh, take care of her, and we will uh, help raise the money for Josiah's funeral. Please help. Go to IlluminateTheDarkness.com and donate. We would really appreciate it. Jeff Shepard of Right On Radio, thank you for being with us. Cisco Wheeler, uh, again, author of that uh, great book. You want to hold it up there, Jeff? We can. I've got it on. I can put it on the screen too. But there it is. Behold. 
There it is. White on Horse. Behold, a White Horse by Cisco Wheeler. Excellent book. Uh, and let's all keep all you know everyone in in our prayers. And thank you both tremendously for coming on the show today. Thank you, David. You're all right. God bless you both. Thank you very much. That's Jeff Shepard of Right On Radio and Cisco Wheeler. All right, we're going to take a quick uh, couple of minute break here. When we come back.